Welcome to Elliott Lake 108, episode 21, Recalling Elliott Lake, June 23rd, 2012. It's been 10 years since that tragic Saturday afternoon, June 23rd, 2012. This was the day that not only robbed two innocent people of their lives, but altered the lives of far too many people, leaving broken hearts and painful memories. This was the day that traumatized lives forever and brought the city of Elliott Lake to its knees. I can't hear you. Fire department. We, the, the roof just collapsed at the Algo Center Mall. The Algo Center Mall roof just collapsed? Yes, sir. Okay, who am I talking You're to? You're talking to Margaret at Dollarama. Okay, uh, is it collapsed in your area or down in Zeller's? Uh, from my area, I can't see anymore. We're all too afraid to go out there. Okay, now is it just the, the roof tiles or the whole cement oh, roof? The whole roof. The, the whole roof? Coming through, yeah. yeah wait, wait, wait. Here, you talk. I'm, I'm shaking. This is fire department. Oh, fire department. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, the whole roof uh, right above uh, the upper mall where the uh, offices are and the hotel entrances. Above the upper mall where the hotel entrance is? Yeah, on the up, upper level. Um, you know how there's a mall entrance right across from the uh, hotel? Yes. Yeah, it's right there. That section okay. just caved in. Okay. Right above the escalators and that. Okay, we'll have police over. And anybody hurt that you know of? I can't tell. Everybody that was in the food court is now mostly evacuated. I think there might have been a few people in that area, and there's a few people that look like they're helping. Okay, we'll, we'll have everybody respond. We'll be there shortly. Okay. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. Ellie, the fire department. Hi there. Yes. Just making sure you guys are on the way for the food land. For food land? Yeah. Okay, what, we got someone on, oh. Okay, what What do you have? What's your call? We've got the roof kids Okay, that's what we're getting. Okay, so you guys are on the right path? Yeah. Bye now. Bye-bye. Attention, attention. Respond to the fire hall for a roof collapse at the mall. Respond to the fire hall for a roof collapse at the mall. Attention, attention. Respond to the fire hall for a roof collapse at the mall.
look in the fire safety plan where the mapping is to find out where the main shut off is for hydro for the whole building. They got wires down, the collapse roof is in front of the uh, uh, hotel reception on the main floor. Yeah, copy that. Base from, uh, or number one from base, I got John here and uh, a couple other guys where you want them to. When I dropped my daughter off at the Algo Center Mall for her cashier shift at Foodland, neither one of us knew it would be her last shift there. She would work for less than three hours before two floors of concrete would come crashing down not far from where she stood. Every moment since the collapse and up until today, 10 years later, I feel the guilt of her working in such a ticking time bomb. I cried then, and I still cry today, when I recall how close she and many others came to losing their lives. I cry because they did make it out. I cry because Dolores and Lucy did not. I found support and comfort from those I knew and from total strangers I had just met. For the five days in hell, as I call it, I did not feel alone at 151 Ontario Avenue. For everyone that was crying, there was someone there to hug them. Shock and fear appeared on every face that lined that road outside of the ill-fated Algo Mall. It was just impossible to measure the level of grief and pain that everyone was feeling. Some spoke, some yelled, some were silent. Many were not shocked the collapse had happened, but expressed frustration that nothing was done to make the mall safe. The emotional shock and trauma had consumed everyone I saw, yet somehow they rose above it to comfort those around them. I tried to do the same whenever I could. I remember several people still looking for loved ones or friends for hours and days after the collapse. I also remember people finding those that they were looking for and embracing them with tears of relief. I recall breathing a huge sigh of relief for them all.
When the frustration rose over the days with the lack of rescue success, I could feel the slow brew of the need for resolve in the crowds. This frustration was growing and it included a lack of communication and precious time ticking away. This understandably fired up the want and determination to enter the collapse zone and as we say, get her done. These individuals had no idea what the conditions were that they wanted to rush into, but they were thinking of getting people out, not the danger to their own lives. If I had to go to war, I'd want to go with these highly determined people. Despite well-intentioned rescue crews and dogged determination to succeed, the rescue mission sadly failed on many levels. After all we have learned, it is my belief that just like the lifespan of the Algol Center Mall, the rescue attempts were doomed right from the start. Everybody hurt from this senseless and tragic event. Here is an emotional Bob Alexander of Elliott Lake, longtime morning show host of Moose FM, Algoma Manitoulin, speaking on June 27, 2012. another beautiful sunny afternoon at the day of the mall let's have our coffee let's buy some tickets at the kiosk let's converse in the in the food court let's go shopping at sellers let's eat at elliot's not here let's go to foodland and shop it all it all changed To everyone who survived being in the partial roof collapse at the Algo Center Mall, I admire your stamina to go forward in life despite being in such a dangerous situation and a possible brush with death. Never forget your appreciation of life. Your story of survival is commendable. To the families of Dolores and Lucy, I admire your strength to get up every day despite everything you have endured by putting one foot forward in front of the other and proceeding with life. You were robbed of your loved ones without receiving admissions or apologies from those holding some responsibility of their demise. I am so very sorry for your tragic loss. I cannot possibly imagine the pain that this has brought to your life. Your strength to go on is paramount and highly, highly respected. Through the Elliott Lake Public Inquiry, we have either learned or had confirmed what actually didn't happen over the lifetime of the Algo Center Mall. Builders, owners, engineers, the municipality, and the provincial government share responsibility for the 30 plus years of its demise whether they choose to admit it or not. The evidence is there. Listen to an excerpt from the reading of the Elliott Lake Inquiry Report by Justice Paul Belanger.
The evidence is incontrovertible that the collapse of the section of the roof of the Algomal was caused by severe rusting of the connection between one column and one beam. But although it was rust that defeated the structure of the Algomal, the real story behind the collapse is one of human, not material failure. Many of those whose calling or occupation touched them all displayed failings. Its designers and its builders, its owners, some architects and engineers, as well as the municipal and provincial officials charged with the duty of protecting the public. Some of these failings were minor, some were not. They ranged from apathy, neglect, and indifference, through mediocrity, ineptitude, and incompetence, all the way to outright greed, obfuscation, and duplicity. Occasional voices of alarm and warning blew by deaf and callous ears. Warning signs went unseen by eyes likely averted for fear of jeopardizing the mall's existence, the social and economic center of Elliott Lake. Some engineers forgot the moral and ethical foundation of their vocation and their profession, which is holding paramount the health, the safety, and the welfare of the public. They occasionally pandered more to their clients' sensitivities than to their professional obligation to expose the logical and scientific consequences of their observations. Some of their inspections were so cursory and incomplete as to be essentially meaningless. Others were fundamentally flawed because they were based on false assumptions or calculations. <clears throat> Some public officials simply lacked competence. Others preferred strict adherence to and narrow interpretation of practices, rules, and bylaws rather than conduct based on a meaningful interpretation of their spirit and their intent. The institutional and legal relationship between organizations meant to advance the public good operated, in our view, to disenfranchise the city's electorate and may have led to tolerating unacceptable conditions at the mall. Secrecy and confidentiality often trumped candor, transparency, and openness. It pervaded contractual and professional relationships, and even the municipal administration sought to cloak some of its activities from public view. Owners chose cheap and ineffective repairs or opted to sell them all when faced with significant repair bills. They actively concealed their knowledge of the parking deck's condition from the city and from subsequent purchasers. The last owner, Eastwood Mall Incorporated, actively misrepresented the repair work it engaged in and resorted to subterfuge and falsehood to mislead authorities, tenants, and the public. And it is very difficult, ladies and gentlemen, to resist the conclusion that if any one of the owners, engineers, or officials who were involved in the mall over its 33 years of existence had insisted and said, enough's enough, this building will fall and will fail if it isn't fixed, two lives would not have been senselessly 
and tragically lost. Some did. Some cried out, but they were ignored. That's it took close to four years after the Algo Center mall collapse for a small shopping plaza to open in Elliott Lake. It wasn't long afterwards, there were roof leaks reported at the Pearson Plaza. The Elliott Lake Library, once again, a casualty of a leaking roof, was closed awaiting the repairs for months in 2020. There's an Elliott Lake bylaw, 3-29. I'll read a section of 5.1a titled Roofs. It reads as follows. The roof of a building should be maintained in a watertight condition as to prevent leakage of water into the building and where necessary, shall be maintained by the repair of the roof and flashing or by applying waterproof coatings or coverings. The roof shall be free of loose or unsafe objects and materials and all other accident and fire hazards. The roof drainage system where present shall be kept in good repair, watertight and free of health and accident hazards. Not even five years after the Elliott Lake inquiry report and recommendations were presented at the Lester B. Pearson Civic Center in Elliott Lake, there was a roof collapse at the Lester B. Pearson Civic Center in Elliott Lake, claiming due to snow load. In April of 2019, the city of Elliott Lake purchased the empty lot property where the Algo Center Mall once stood. Today, The city still owns the property and obviously is not collecting any taxes for it. It remains an empty lot used for parking. The city-owned building Lester B. Pearson Civic Center was demolished a year after the collapse and where it once stood remains an empty lot still today. Some good advice to everyone is look up in any building occupied by the public. If you see water stains on the ceiling, mist or replaced ceiling tiles, bladders suspended from the ceiling or buckets on the floor to catch water, it's time to ask some questions. If you see something, say something, your life or the lives of others may very well depend on it. This concludes episode 21, Recalling Elliott Lake, June 23rd, 2012. Dolores Perizzolo, Lucy Alwyn, forever in our hearts. Thank you for joining me and take it easy on yourself.